Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for listening to the show. And as always, give us some feedback about what we are doing so we can make sure you're having a good time listening to us. Need a couple more camera angles. All I see is your face. I want to see your hoo-hoo. Oh, you haven't seen my tank camera. Yo, you have a tank camera. Nice. Just sitting under the desk. Uh-huh. It's, it's my upskirt shot. Oh uh, Yeah, I, I have one of those as well, but I don't have a tripod, so I pay one of the neighborhood kids to sit under the desk and hold the camera. I think I might get into trouble with that, but what ifs? I, I am a tripod. <laughs> I wish. And I invented a can of instant ass. Nothing <laughs> uh, like a can of instant ass. Yeah. It sounds like some of the stuff that happens when you go on a U.S. road trip. I mean, just for you, it's just a road trip, but yeah. your body's probably used to it, right? Only if I take you to every greasy barbecue from here to Mississippi. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. As long as I can stop and get some ranch bugles and some barbecue sauce, I'm good. Maybe some fruity pebble bars for dessert. Yeah, if those fuckers are being able to be found. We have a I, new it's so weird. Like we we didn't have fruity pebbles here for the longest time, like twenty years, right? Like yeah. can't find them anywhere. They just don't exist. And then like three years ago, they brought the cocoa pebbles back. So I found a pallet at one of my grocery stores. And it was like five dollars a box, but it's like a super small box. Like uh uh-huh. you, you know the super small boxes of like special K or like those granola cereals? Yeah. That's what it would come in. It was like five bucks for that. And I was like, I'm gonna pay five bucks for that shit. Maybe if it was fruity pebbles, I would, but I ah, not the not the chocolate shit. And then last year they got them both back. And now it's three boxes for ten bucks at Walmart. Holy crap. So yeah. It's still expensive compared to what I can buy in the States. Right. But it's fucking awesome that I'm actually able to get fruity pebbles. And then two months ago they released a like a woman's special, like women empowerment fruity pebbles so the box has all the, the female characters on it and they're like uh purple berries so it's it's a different flavored fruity pebbles and i'm not going to tell you whether or not it's good or it's bad because i mailed a box to my mom because they couldn't get it down in the states uh-huh and i know she listens to this so i don't want this to be released uh let her know my opinion of the fruity pebbles before she gets a chance to try them okay well yeah if uh if you do want a box i can mail you one they still have them on shelves if you're a big Fruity Pebbles fan. I don't know if you are. I, I'm not a super crazy Fruity Pebbles fan. So, But those Pebbles and, bars, how good were those fuckers? Uh, those were great. I had enough I had enough female empowerment. I watched uh, that last Magic Mike movie this weekend. So that was hmm. more than enough female empowerment for me for the weekend. So I got a question for you. Were you by yourself when you watched it? Or were you watching it with a lady friend? <laughs> Which is gayer. Uh, well, it's gear to watch it by yourself, but I'm not going to judge because I, I watched it by myself. Because oh. hey, man, I always go for the gayer angle. Yeah, always, always. Yeah, I, I double Dutch ruddered myself. <laughs> That's what Let me tell you that. <laughs> I don't know, but I gave it a go. Fucking awesome. I got, I got. It involved me, my hands, a broom handle, duct tape, <laughs> a small. Someone pool. walks in your room, and it, the, it, it's like Jim from American Pie. You just feel so fucking awkward and useless, and you know. Yeah, you're 
I'm kind of my my whole thought is this: is if you get caught and you're fucking the pie and you're close, do you finish? Oh fuck yeah, you finish. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> pie. Oh, I, I, want, I I lock my I lock my door at night, so when I'm you know touching myself, my kids can't barge in on me. You know they're they're asleep. They're already That's asleep. Plus, yeah. So I figured they're not going to wake up. But the odd the odd time, I mean, when when their their mama's here and we were doing the business. There's times the kid would just barge in at two thirty in the morning. You're like, "What the fuck?" You're, you're trying, to trying to float away, and I'm holding her down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so stupid. But yeah, so now I, I fear that. And even though no kid has barged in in years, I still feel fear them walking in. Well, and I don't want to have to explain that to them. No, no, you don't. You you definitely don't want to have to explain that one. That's that's an awkward conversation to start off with. And to start it off that way makes it even more awkward. Uh, I've already had to talk to kids about why and what the erection is that they're getting. Like just, and then I'm sure the mom had to deal with the, the daughter and her period because that's probably not a conversation that I should be, I don't know, attempting. So, I was going to say, your daughter is a teen now, right? Oh, yeah. 14. Yes. Oh, yeah. So she definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. She hasn't come to you and had that conversation in any way, shape, or form, Ash. No, no, but I know, I know it's happened. Like I know that all that yeah. is happening because mom yeah. and I talk. And then I was going to say, do you have to buy stuff for her? I, I will. I don't really care. I'm not. Yeah. For that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you, you know, but unless she's just having mom get it and get it from her. No, if she tells me to go pick it up, I'll go pick it up. Uh, and then my kid, you know, last week or the week before, asked me what a lesbian was. I told you that. Right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was a like good one. principal. Yeah, that was. Yeah. It's been a good couple couple weeks. Lesbians, <laughs> periods, boners, fucking kids, man. I'm telling you. Hey, you could run for a Democratic office here in the States, you know? There's no point in running over here because you're going to lose anyway. Trudeau's going to win all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. That's all he does. He's just a winner. Man, thank, thank God those climate forest arson fires are happening. Yeah. He just donated $500 oh, yeah. million dollars to the Ukraine two days ago. Yeah. I thought it was only three seventy-five, but oh, five hundred! Imagine what five hundred million dollars could do for Canada, Canadian Canadians. That would be amazing. I almost said Canadians. It's Canadians. That's that's fine. Isn't that yeah. one of the RPG player games? A Canadian? Anyway, no. Have but you yeah. have you seen what your government has donated to the Ukraine? Have you? Oh, I, 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 it's fucking obscenely sick and disgusting. Yeah, it's it's billions, man. Yeah, billions. Oh well. well uh, let's, once again. Let's, let, let's be honest. None of that money made it to the Ukraine. It made it to several people's bank accounts. It didn't. Absolutely. Make it to the Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and even that, some people's yeah, bank accounts and, and, not in the Ukraine. And, and that disgusts me because I only need a couple hundred thousand, and I'd be free and clear. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, I'm you, cheap. They could they could get me cheap for a year. Yeah, but they don't want you to be free and clear. Charlie. I know. I know that they want me to be locked down in a slave state. Yes, they do. And that's why my goal is to break free. I gotta break free. Well, you set up enough of those. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, poot can, poon can. What what kind of camera you got? Webcam. Oh, what do you got? I, I don't know. cam. What, <laughs> what, what what cam did you have? Your double dutch rudder cam under your desk? That's a tank cam. No tank cam. So you just need to set up like 10, 15 of those in your room. Record yourself doing your self triple dutch ruddering. Make sure you buy a lot of duct tape. Make sure you I, lock that I, I door. Did, 
I just need a, a a bedroom full of like cute kittens with things for them to play on with like three or four live streams that just have advertisements every oh, so often. Fuck Fucking yeah. people would just watch the fuck out of that. Oh, cats. It is so weird. Have we I think we talked about this with calendars, didn't we? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think so. I talked to somebody about Christmas calendars and when, when you I mean, oh, I don't, yeah, I think so. I, I don't buy calendars anymore. I just I just don't. No. Right. Uh, occasionally I get them for free. I got a friend who works at a liquor store, so I get, you know, a Budweiser calendar or, you know, a Labatt's Blue. It's all Dylan Mulvaney on every page. Super, yeah, yeah. super awesome. And, uh, Does he have a taint shot? Of, of course. Taint man, taint woman? But, uh, <laughs> but when, you, when you go to those uh, kiosks at the mall at Christmas time, 80% of the calendars are cat and dog calendars, and the other 20% are everything else. Penguins, dolphins. Uh, just it blows my fucking mind how many people want to go buy cat and dog calendars. It blows me away half the things that exist anymore. Yeah, it, it really does. You know, I I, I was laughing because I saw an ad like on Facebook feed for a, a Kickstarter for this botany board game, and okay. I thought I thought who the fuck? Okay, botany board game. Well, I collect the plant and blah blah blah. Two million dollars raised already. Motherfucker. I'm doing it wrong. No, I know. You know, like I, I recorded with April last week yeah. and we were talking about being creative and stuff. And we're talking about tips and people getting tips. Like if you're like a, a YouTuber and you don't charge for anything, but you have a little tip button, you're like, oh, you know, buy me a Starbucks gift card. So if you're, you're putting out content like crazy, but you're not actually getting paid. People will be like, well, I kind of like this content. I want them to keep it up. So I'm going to buy them something. So people are throwing in, you know, five, 10, 15 bucks here and there. Pretty soon these people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in gifts. Right. Amazon gift card, Walmart gift card, Starbucks gift card. And I'm thinking, well, I mean, that would be fucking great to, to have that opportunity. But you know, these people don't go to work. Like that is their job that they're, their fingers crossed. That's the job they are hoping to get so they're just like creating content can you imagine if you had like how much time do you spend at work a day 10 hours eight hours eight hours well normally eight hours yeah so you're working 40 hours a week yeah oh yeah can you imagine instead of going to work for those 40 hours a week you create content for 40 hours a week and get paid the same money well it'd be nice yeah but you, you can't get to that point because you're so busy at work to pay your bills that when you get home, you don't have eight hours in your day to create content. So you, you get a podcast, you know, once a week, you get 45 minutes a week to be creative and that's not going to fucking net you a nickel. You're not going to get paid a dime. The only way to get paid is if you stop going to work and you do this full time. Right. So basically what you got to do is you got to make enough money, pay all your bills that you can afford a year of just covering your necessities and then just bust your ass on your new job. Or you be a 12 or 13 year old kid who has no bills to pay whatsoever and your parents pay for your cell phone and all you do is do stupid videos. That's an option too. Yeah. You're, you're starting 30 years late. That's the problem. Well, considering it didn't exist 30 years ago. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're too late for that fucking money train. I know. But they're taking that money train away slowly but surely. People are having to find more and more ways to do things. Somebody was talking about how compared to two years ago, their YouTube revenue is like a fifth of what it used to be because they keep cutting back on the percentage they pay or taking more of this. 
Weird. You know? So, hmm. so it's kind of hard to even really make it as a YouTuber, really, unless you're like, you know, unless you're like really one of the top people. But I don't know, you know, making making a ton of money and just making enough money to survive is two different things. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you know, you remember when you were a kid and you had all that free time and you just didn't really have a way to express yourself, so you're out doing stupid shit. Well, see, you could have been doing stupid shit on the internet and making money by now as a kid. Yeah. But that's definitely not going to happen because I don't have eight hours a day to go fuck around. Yeah. I love eight hours a day to fuck. Fuck, man, I'd love two hours a day to fuck around. Just give me two hours a day to fuck around. It's like I walked in the door today, like 6.20, and my kid starts asking me all these questions. Oh, come see this. Come do this. I'm like, can you just, like, I literally walked in the door, and I have to start dinner because it's 6.30. By the time dinner's done, it's 7.30, and they're eating. 8 o'clock, they're going to have a snack. 8.30, they're going to have a shower. 9 o'clock, they're going to go to bed. Like, I just, I don't have time to to do anything at all. Just my time is fucking gone just because I have to go to work all fucking day. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you find when you get home, you have time for me. Yeah. Dude, I've been, I, dude I'm fucking doing laundry at like midnight and dishes at one o'clock in the morning. So, you know, me just trying to find time. I mean, I, I come home and because when I do that extra work, uh, I get all sweaty and I don't know. There's something about it. I get kind of smelly and it's not like the sweat smell. It's like a, something like the boxes or the parts and stuff and musty maybe. I don't know, but, but, but I get kind of like this kind of sour smell. And so I, I can't go lay down in bed cause it'll make my bed fucking foul. So yep. I have to, you know, so I have to take a shower before I go to bed. And so here I am, I'm getting home at midnight, taking a shower, you know, brushing my teeth. Sometimes I'm doing dishes cause I, don't want to do them early in the morning. Last thing I want to do in the morning is dishes, you know, and, and yeah, I'm, you know, I finally fall in bed around one o'clock, two o'clock, you know, I mean, you know, so. What if you could brush your teeth and do your dishes while having a shower? Huh? I don't know. I could tie into my double Dutch rudder and fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, but duct tape in the water. I'm like, I'm like, and that's how he brushes his teeth. <laughs> you got to set up video. Can you imagine people following that? That's what you do every day. You're doing dishes and eating and brushing your teeth while you're having a shower. And you just fucking record that? Someone would pay to watch that. That would be a fucking awesome stream to watch. Not as good as a bunch of cats walking around like they do. I thought, I thought it'd be more fun of me taking some some guy, capture off the street, greasing up a raccoon, throwing him in a fenced in area, and tell him for me to let him go. He's got a fucking coon. <laughs> uh, you can't use those words, though. I know. <laughs> he he would have to have consensual intercourse <laughs> with the raccoon. That's right. He's gonna get scratched up. That's all I got a feeling. So, yeah, that would be fun. Oh, I got a big ass limb that fell on my roof too. So, a big, I sorry, a big one. Big uh, big limb that fell on my roof. Oh, okay. I got to deal with. Not big enough that it damaged the roof, but big enough that it's like, okay, I got to haul that off of there because it's big. So that sucks. Yeah, we only got one tree left. So, so uh, what was your uh, what was your invention you wanted to talk about this week? Well, I don't have an invention. Oh, oh, oh. what I found online. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I was reading something, and when I was reading about it, I was like, that's fucked up. And <laughs> then I thought, like, wait, who invented that? Like, because I, I'm not going to tell you what it is that I want to talk about right now, but I want you to think about like twist ties, the little square plastic thing on, on the bread loaves, the little yeah. plastic things at the end of your shoelaces. Yeah. Like, th these are just things that you use every single day, but you don't, you don't really think about it. Like, do you, do you ever think about the, the bread thing? 
you know, it's got the the date on it or the best before date. Do you ever think about that? No. Somebody's got a patent for that. Somebody has a factory where they're just pumping out billions of these things and just making so much fucking money off it. Oh, I, I, I know a person who, who knew the guy who invented something to do with fire, like fire alarms, like some kind of part of the patent for it. Dude was just fucking filthy rich. Fire alarms, like like your your yeah, smoke like, detector, yeah, or? Yeah, like yeah, like a smoke detector type things. Yeah, he had some kind of patent about the tech, you know, about the like the way they work, and so everybody has to license it from him to make smoke detectors or whatever. So I mean, the Fuck dude me. just the dude just prints fucking money, you know. Well, I keep thinking like I, I work in in the restaurant industry, and I have for a long time, but I can't think of anything that would make my life easier that already isn't there. I, I think about it all the time. Uh, like well, I, I keep, have you ever seen, uh, have you gone to a Krispy Kreme and they have all those donuts on those metal racks on the wheels? Yeah. Just uh-huh. trays and trays. So I have stuff like that at my business and those trays always seem to crack and crumble in the corner. So they're made out of fiberglass. And as soon as they crack, it's a food safety issue because bacteria can get into the crack. You got to get rid of the tray. The trays are right. like $18 a piece. When you crack uh-huh. one, you're just like, wait, I just throw 18 bucks. Cool. That's awesome. But the reason they crack is because those wire racks that have the wheels, they have the 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 racks they slide onto are are perpendicular, like they're they're perfectly square. Uh huh. And so the corner of your tray hits the corner of that that slide, and it just cracks it. But if that if that slide wasn't completely square and it was like on a forty five degree angle, like two inches back, and then it was like wide, you would never ever crack your tray, and the tray would always slide on it. So I'm just wondering if the company that owns the racks also owns the company that builds the wire shelving unit. I don't know if they do, then they probably are happy that they're cracking. Exactly. It's like you're, you guys pay someone to take your recycling, right? So when you put your cardboard outside, a company takes it and you pay that fee. If I, my, my restaurant has a cardboard bin outside I pay someone every two weeks to grab that cardboard and take it to wherever the fuck they take it. And then I'm thinking like, wait, I'm paying them to take cardboard. I'm only recycling out of the goodness of my heart. I don't need to recycle it. I can just throw the cardboard in the garbage. And then you, I know they've, they've got to have a fucking cardboard box making company. Think about it. They, they charge me to take cardboard and then they take that cardboard and they break it down into mush and they form new boxes in the recycling of that cardboard. Why the fuck? Yep. Why the fuck am I paying them to take it? Should they not be paying me for the product so that they can break it down and make it again and sell it? It's all a racket, man. It's I'm all just, a racket. I'm just wondering why why I recycle. I don't I don't get why I'm recycling the cardboard. I should just throw well, it in the garbage. Why should I pay a company to take it when I know for a fact they're making not just money off taking it from me, but they're making money off what they're doing with it after they take it from me? Well, half the time, all that stuff that goes into recycle just goes to regular trash anyway. So. Years watch some of those investigative stories. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sad. I'm I'm thinking that maybe it's probably best to invest in a recycle company and a box making company because they go hand in hand. Well, hey, they do for your company, so they make boxes. Yeah, right. They do. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? Yeah, boxes that they have to have certain people buy. Hmm. Force them to buy, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah. back to like the subject at hand. Yeah. So I'm thinking so, of little things like that. I was reading about Pablo Escobar. Uh, have, have you ever watched Narcos? No. 
All right. You should watch Narcos. It's fucking awesome. But anyway, Pablo Escobar. This is just some interesting facts about him. So how much money do you think he would have in drug sales a week? $300 million. Okay. $430 million. Okay. You're, you're You're close, I guess, in the ballpark, right? Yeah. And so how much is that a year? $18 billion in drug sales a year. Yeah. How much money do you think he lost due to water damage and rats eating his money? What percentage? 20%. So he, he wrote off 10% a year in rats and water damage. That just, just fucking threw it away. $1.8 billion a year. Just like washed his hands and said, fuck it. Don't care. Can you, can you fucking just fathom that? No. <laughs> I, I, I was reading some shit talking about rich people and some of the things they have that you can't even contemplate. Like this one rich guy. He doesn't like to have to back his car up, so he has a thing in his garage. So when he pulls his garage, it pulls into his garage. When he comes back out, he just flips the switch and it rotates his car for him in the garage, oh, so he can just drive out. That's like the the Michael Michael Keaton Batman Batcave yeah, from '89. Exactly. That's yeah, it's fucking, fucking awesome, <laughs> right? I was just like, how would you like to be able to just go? Oh, that's nice. I want that, and well, not it's even like fucking worry about it you know yeah, it's like at a car dealership the the showroom the car that's on the thing that spins that's what yeah. he has yeah that's or, fucking or, awesome or or you're so rich that you have your yacht your main yacht then you have a smaller yacht that's just slightly smaller than yours it hauls all your toys in it around with you well obviously well, i don't obviously. mean i don't mean like our kind of toys but i mean like jet skis smaller oh, okay boats, all that kind of shit hookers you know whatever They're oh like, yeah all the good toys. You know, where all the employees go to sleep at night and leave you on the boat with a with just your security crew, you know. Fucked up. Can you imagine that? I mean, having a having a boat that's so big you have your own helipad on your <laughs> on your fucking yacht. Your yacht's How, yacht. One million dollars <laughs> is that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, honey, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? I don't know. You want to have our Michelin level chef make us something, or do you want to hop in the chopper and just go over to Monaco there tonight? Oh, let's just go to Monaco. Okay. Tell the helicopter pilot he's got to work today for his $10,000 a month or whatever the fuck, you know? Maybe pretty fucking awesome. Well, there's, I was reading something. It's like some people, I mean, they have like, they have so many houses, they have staff that they're never, they're like maybe at the house once a week. So, I mean, not once a week, once, one week a month, a year, or like sometimes they're not at the house for a couple of years, but they always have full time staff there. So basically, the full time staff basically, has this house and runs it and makes sure it's always ready in case you show up, but you never show up. So they just have the house to themselves. I mean, I always think about that, like winning massive amounts of lottery and the morons that buy big houses and big houses and big houses. Like you can only sleep in one at a time. Like why do right. you, why do you have these? Uh, yeah. If you're never going to be in it and you're paying people to like landscape it and sweep and mop, like what do you, what are you doing? You're literally just paying for them to do, Nothing. Make work, basically. And I, I kind of want that job. If there's a yeah. celebrity out there that wants to pay me to cook for you when you're not there, that that's that's me. I'm your guy, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll be your your pool boy and garden guy and lawn mowing guy and window washing guy. Right. That's basically, you'll just take care of a house. Yeah. Like like this one was talking about how like they basically pay a person like seventy five thousand dollars a year and they live in the house. And they're just there to to walk the dogs and like occasionally do shit for their dogs. That's it. Just like seventy five thousand dollars just to. So you're getting paid, it. but you're also not paying rent. 
Yeah, and you're not paying rent. Yeah. Not yeah. paying bills, not paying utilities. Or food. Yeah, and they're fed. Fuck yeah, yeah. man. I think I don't want to be a Walmart greeter anymore. That's what I want. Right there. That's the job. Yeah. Right. Anyway, back to Pablo Escobar. Yeah. The thing I was reading about was rubber bands. Oh shit. I, right? That's a lot of rubber bands. Yeah, well, there's a number on it. Like there his brother actually sat down to talk to confirm the rumor, and the rumor was true. Twenty five hundred dollars US a month were spent on rubber bands to stack money together. Huh. 25 you go to the dollar store you buy a pack of like 100 rubber bands for like 99 cents can right. you imagine 2500 dollars worth of rubber bands a month and then you're just I, throwing away 10 percent of the shit that you i just want to find a house that somebody forgot that hey that wall has a million you know it's like just full of cash and i decided to hang up a picture and i'm like why is there like <laughs> dollar bills falling out of here you know and yeah. they for, they forgot, you know, because you, you know there has to be that. There has to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. There has to be places with like thirty year old cash just sitting there in in the between the wall. Well, there's people that do renos that find like oh yeah comics from the thirties, baseball cards that they use as insulation in between the walls. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like newspapers and comic books. Yeah. Ooh, you know, Superman number one. We found yeah. it here. Pretty yeah. good condition. It's worth one hundred eighty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. motherfucker yeah I, i've got nothing in my house that's going to be left behind like that nothing hidden in a wall that's it's weird what what people do it's just fucking odd yes it is so anyway i, I was thinking about rubber bands i was like wow those uh-huh. things they're everywhere like I, I use rubber bands every day and i don't think about it i've right. got long hair i use like a rubber band well I mean, not not a rubber one but yeah the, right in front of you exactly yeah but but a hair a hair one and those are made right. out of rubber and like, yeah. when the fuck did this st- stuff happen? Yeah. So you decided to look it up. I did. So I went down the rabbit hole of rubber bands and I uh, read a whole bunch of stuff and I rewrote it like, like I was writing a news, like I was writing a paper for school. So I'm going to read it to you and I want you to be marveled on how rubber bands came to be. Okay. And there's some famous names in here as well for today's age. Like today's day and age, there's famous people in this rubber band story. Which, can you think of anybody who makes rubber bands? Are there any names? No, you just buy the ones from Staples, right? You don't even think about it. Right. Okay, so. I don't know, but now I want to buy like a like a velvet lined box or rubber bands with like a bow on it. Like, <laughs> your rubber bands, sir. <laughs> so, our known history of rubber bands goes back to the 1400s. Now, think about that. Before your country was a country, there was rubber. Experts believe it began in Mexico and Central America when ancient civilizations harvested latex from rubber trees. Then they mixed it with juice from morning glory vines to make it less brittle, thus making it easier to shape, making it stronger, and making it waterproof. The Mayans, Olmecs, and Aztecs all used this rubber to make everyday items like shoes and balls for their sporting events. And the balls for their sporting events are where the European explorers were marveled. So they came to the Americas, they were intrigued by these things as they had never seen rubber before. Many of them took rubber goods back home to their trips to Europe. However, it would be hundreds of years later when they actually learned how to make usable rubber of their own. So can you imagine like for 400 400 years, you're just like harvesting rubber shit from the Americas and bringing it to to Europe without even thinking like, well, can, can we make this? Like, can we plant these trees? Can we... 
they just didn't fucking do it. They just carried it with them. It's a little right. fucked up. You'd figure that they would plant this shit and try and do it themselves because they watched all the, the Aztecs and stuff do it. So the first rubber band that was created was by a guy named Thomas Hancock. Hancock. Genius. Yes. Uh, so he made the first known rubber band in England in 1843. And he only did it by slicing a rubber bottle that came from the Americas. So he just sliced it like little bit by little bit by little bit. And he had rubber bands. It wasn't stretchy. It wasn't bouncy, but it was a start. Then two years later, Stephen Perry improved the creation through a process called vulcanization. What the fuck would you do if you just had a piece of rubber that didn't stretch or just anything? (laughs) It's like, oh, what would you do with that? I, I, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, it starts. Somebody saw it and thought, "Wait a minute, should we not be able to stretch this? We can, we can use this if we can stretch it." So I've, this, I've said that. I've said that about many things. <laughs> mine doesn't get mine doesn't get any bigger, so it is what it is. But yeah, so uh, vulcanization yes. was developed by an American named Charles Goodyear. Huh? Yeah. Huh? All right. So the process involves heating rubber and sulfur. This creates a more durable and usable form of the material. The contributions of all three of these inventors led to the rubber bands we use today. And yep, Charles Goodyear is the one the one and the same, the dude whose name appears on tires and the blimp. And he only discovered it by fucking accident by dropping India rubber and sulfur onto a hot stove. Boom. Vulcanized rubber, which led to thousands of uses. So another accidental fucking discovery. All right. Yeah. And I, I thought vulcanized. I was like, ooh, like Spock from Star Trek? But apparently it has nothing to do with Spock from Star Trek, which is disappointing. Well, I will just say this. I will send out a shout out to all the nameless dead guys who thought, hmm, that looks interesting. Can I eat that? (laughs) No, no. It turns out you can't eat that because it's poisonous. Because, you know, for pretty much everything out there that we're like, no, that's poisonous. There's somebody that started that chain off and went. Oh, yeah. So do you think he, he tasted the rubber before he turned it into a rubber band? I don't know. On he's the stove. Like, he's like, huh. I wonder what this tastes like. Uh, I'm sure it smelled nasty as hell. But it came from a tree, right? Yeah, but he dropped rubber and sulfur on a stove. What do you think that smelled like? Uh, like a fart and somebody peeling out. Somebody doing Tokyo Drift while lighting a match. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. But but you know, the thing is, that's uh, you know, it's a pretty lucrative oopsie. Yeah, and you know. later on, the the man with the the last name of Dunlop also uh, was involved with rubber making. Yeah. Strangely enough, and when I was looking at it, I thought it was Hancock. No, it's Hancock because Hancock is another tire brand. Uh, but but the British guy was Hancock, which is I think much sexier. I'd rather be known as a cock than a kook any day of the week. Well, yeah, unless you're a kooky cock or a cocky yeah. kook. A cocky kook. That's okay. A Cockney kook? That's uh, yeah. that's Northern England. Holy <laughs> gov. So then I was thinking about uh, Vulcan. Uh-huh. Uh, are, are you a Trekkie at all? Eh, a little bit. I mean, I know enough about it. Sort so of. It's, it's Spock's home planet. And I live in Alberta. And one of the coolest things I found out is there's a town out here called Vulcan. And they set up a, a Star Trek like visitor center. And they built a replica of the USS Enterprise from Star Trek V. So in the town here, there's a fucking Star Trek shit. And it turns out Leonard Nimoy came out here for the inauguration, which obviously he can't do that anymore because he's dead. Right. But yeah, how fucked up is that? Like 
not too far away from where I live, there's a town called Vulcan. There's a fucking Starship Enterprise hoisted up on a fucking pedestal. That's fucked that's, up. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know, it'd be even cooler is if you got a picture of a moose riding the Enterprise. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It would be. You know what else is cool? Do you remember JoeCon? And there was, there's not many girls there, right? You can agree right. with me? Not, not, <laughs> yeah. Not, not many yeah. girls? No. And uh, yeah, Joe Joe Fest was this weekend. So Did yeah, you miss it? No, not at all. Uh, yeah, not at all. But uh, for the girls, you know, there's one hot one and then three not hot ones, and then you're like, wow, there's only four girls here this whole weekend. There was yeah. one girl that that went to a bunch of the later ones, and she was pretty hot. Not not as hot as the girl that did the cosplay and like the three different uh, costumes every year. She was like yeah. drop dead gorgeous. But this girl was pretty hot. But I was I was looking through some bins of G.I. Joe toys and she like bent over in front of me to look for stuff and her shirt came up a little bit on the back and I saw a tramp stamp, which those of you who don't know, that's a tattoo on the lower back, like uh above the backbone. Anyway, I'm just checking it out. I'm like, uh, on a girl, that's probably one of the coolest things I've um, first of all she's at a G.I. Joe convention so I already know that she's not cool but it, in my head I think like wow you're cool to me because I'm a nerd and she's a nerd her fucking tattoo said NCC-1701 and uh, I, I, I just I just couldn't believe that this attractive girl got a fucking Star Trek tattoo as a tramp stamp I, I just want to know if if when she's being mounted from behind he had to talk like this oh give it to me (laughs) i think she'd probably get off of that probably would but i mean those days are long gone you're you're never going to see her again no unless unless she's at joe fest i mean she's been locked down man she's got some she's like she's got some other geek that she's got locked down her and them are making little geeks together so good uh, for them so i need to ask about uh magic mike so you you've seen all of them now how many are there? Is there uh, three? Is there three. Oh, well? There's one. Yeah, I've seen one and two and three. Yeah. Okay. I, I've never, I never seen. I'm not opposed to watching them. I just, I've never got around to it. Um. What What are your thoughts? Does it make you feel like less of a man because you don't have bodies like they do? You know, like. No, I. For me, I just look at it and I go, uh, the next woman that ever tells me that men objectify women and I'm, I'm like yeah well you objectify men just as much so don't throw that crap my way yeah i i was just kind of irritated on how how feminist magic mike 3 was it was over the top it was very obvious the kind of things like oh women could do anything and blah 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 you're so strong and, oh. so that they're talking to women telling them how strong they are well it, it, you know uh Tatum Channing or Channing Tatum, whatever the fuck his name is, Duke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, he's like, you know, he's like the title character, but, but like the main, her, the other main character is Salma Hayek, who is playing a, in the middle of a divorce, rich woman, you know, and, and of course she, her and her husband didn't have their own kids. They adopted a, uh, a African-American girl. So, yeah. I mean, so of course they have the, you know, they got to have, you know, so the old stodgy white guys is an asshole. Obviously, you know, the 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 divorcing hot Latina woman, I a you know, I e Selma Hayek, is hot, and of course, you know, the young adopted girl is precocious and cute and smart, and oh, she's so intelligent because she's whatever, you know, and and it's just 
you know, and then they throw in all the hot dudes for all the women to ogle. And it's just, it's just very much a very feminist film. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but when, when, when they push it, you, you want, I mean, you went in watching it cause you wanted to watch a bunch of hot dudes strip. Did you get that? I mean, that's why you went to watch it, right? No, no. Oh, shit. No, I watched it. I watched it for the story. Oh, okay. Uh, but you hated the story. Uh, no, the story. Well, I actually did kind of hate the story. I didn't know what it was really about. I knew that she hired him to do something. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was definitely a woman fantasy movie. Somehow, I don't think I was probably the target audience. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think you were. You, you, I'm pretty sure the first one and the second one were also women targeted movies. I don't think you and I are the the clientele that they no, want to see lined up no, on no, Friday no. opening night. No, probably not. Oh, hey, look, there's the 50 year old balding, overweight male demographic that we're going for. So yeah, I don't, I I don't want to judge your your movie watching, your choice in movie watching, because I watch so much fucking shit, so many movies. A lot of them are questionable, but like, what what drove you to it? Because you you've seen all of them now, right? I haven't seen any of them, and I, not that I wouldn't, because I, I will. I'll watch any movie. I fucking love movies. Um, did you what? just want to finish the trilogy? Yeah, I guess it was just a library rental, so it was free. You know, uh, I didn't know the storyline at all, and uh, you know, Selma Hayek's kind of hot, but kind of hot. Yeah, she's kind of hot, even you, even for her age. You sound kind of gay if you think she's kind of hot. And she was hotter when she was younger, but yeah. Well, I mean, most most women are. Guys are the yeah. ones that age like silver foxes. Yeah, we are. That's because we, I mean, even though we're losing our main hormone, ours doesn't get cut off like a spigot. <laughs> <laughs> I never really understood that until I got older, until I understood how hormones worked, why women went from basically looking more one way to all of a sudden looking like, Hey, my name's Esther. (laughs) Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. Don't blame me. Blame God. I'm not in charge of evolutionary design. I'm not going to lie. When you, when you talk like that, it sounds kind of hot. I I would love a woman. to. Yeah. Double double Dutch rudder. There there we go. (laughs) Almost as sexy as the, the chick from monsters, Inc. Move along. Nothing to see here. Oh God. (laughs) Well, it looks like he's about ready to have emphysema. All right, Wankowski. Move along. Pretty fucking awesome. When's the last time you went to Disneyland? Uh, I don't know if I've ever been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World. I think I've been to Disneyland once. Maybe. Did you ever go on the Monsters, Inc. ride? I don't remember if they have it at Disneyland. No. no. So the, the ride is a cute little you know, minute and a half long. It just takes you through the, the Monsters, Inc. story really, really fast. And yeah. when you get to the the end ride, that that girl with like with the beehive hair, that slug with the the glasses and the yeah, there's an animatronic of her like watching you as you exit the ride and you're about to like park the car and get out. And there there's somebody who's controlling what it says because they signal out they single out people. It's like all right, you with the long hair and the two kids, I see you eyeballing me. And I'm looking as like, I, I'm the one with the long hair and the two kids. This is really, really weird. <laughs> you with the orange th- shirt, get off the ride. You're not welcome anymore. They never tell you the story about what happened to Monsters Inc. When, when they came back to check on when she was like 14 and her, her boyfriend is over at the house. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, Mikey. He stepped back in the door and shut it behind him quietly. 
about how awesome it would be if her nickname for her boyfriend was Kitty. Haven't you ever seen any? Uh, there's a there's a there's a like a skit of like uh, uh of that's why I said that is because there's a skit like a like a you know like a cartoon thing about them going into like surprise her and she's like riding this guy from behind and she's <laughs> and all you all you can see is her hair and like her naked back and she says want to see my kitty <laughs> <laughs> so awesome yeah some people have a uh, much more of imagination than I do. Or they're just better at it. I don't know, but now I want to find a hot girl that wants me to cosplay as Sully, and we're going to do the furry thing. <laughs> you know what pisses me off is tomorrow there's a new McDonald's meal, but it's not in Canada, so you fuckers in the States get it. It's it's Grimace's birthday. Oh, yeah? So it's just like a regular nuggets, fries, and drink meal, but the drink is a purple berry milkshake. Okay. You, you don't like purple like field berries? No. Oh. I like processed goy slop. Oh, all right. <laughs> Well, I guess you're not going to go try the Grimace meal for me then. Uh, no, probably not. Although, you know what I did go to today? I went to Whataburger in Kansas City finally. Um, I've had Whataburger. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, I almost got me one of those uh, Dr. Pepper shakes. And you didn't do it. I didn't do it, no. But I tell you what I did do. I spent 40 minutes in a fucking to-go line. That was fucking yeah. suck ass. And I decided that Whataburger's just not worth it, even when it's down the street, to wait 40 minutes. No, no way. There's almost, like, I, I love In-N-Out. I wouldn't wait 40 minutes. I would just go somewhere else. And well, I love In-N-Out. You're trapped five, once you're in there. So I love Five Guys. I'm not going to wait 40 minutes for a Five Guys burger if I can go get something else. Oh, I thought you were gonna throw off waiting for five guys or something. Oh no, else. fuck! I would wait years for five guys. Well, like, if you're a hot-looking girl, you don't have to wait at all. You just go on the quick trip and pick up five right there, and you're good to go. Uh, I just want the the guys from Magic Mike. You know, the only person who was actually in that last Magic Mike movie who was in the previous. Well, okay, there were some little cameos, but like none of the other people are in it because they're all old as fuck now, you know, and so. And so that they had a bunch of all new hot young dancers uh, in the movie, except for Magic Mike, who he, yeah, he does dance a little bit in it. But for the most part, he's a director. He like directs a strip show. He's okay. like moved into management. Well, what yeah. is his, uh, what's his body like? Is it still super fucking hot? He's yeah. very healthy. Uh, that's a nice way to put it. Yeah. 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 He's very healthy. He's very healthy. He's very healthy. He can fucking hang off a goddamn fucking like like holding onto a fucking pull-up bar and do like, just like hold his body there and do like undulations to, uh, to fucking Salma Hayek's face. I'm like, yeah, he's healthy. Well, not now, like, not, not, not like just like loosely like swinging. He's like <laughs> holding himself like rigid into like, and like undulating with like purpose. Okay. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, fucking the amount, the amount of, uh, the amount of arm strength and ab strength is just holy shit. It does make me rather envious. I, I think there's an uh, ulterior motive as to why you watch the movie. It sounds like it. I'm not going to lie. The man's got moves like Jagger. Uh, yes, he does. But he's hot. Uh, Jag Jagger's just... Somehow I don't know that he'd be the most intellectually stimulating conversationalist, though. I, oh, bet, he couldn't, what, I bet he couldn't talk want. about... I bet he couldn't talk about Joe's. Uh, I, I bet you he couldn't talk about vulcanized rubber. Probably not. Or double Dutch rudders. But you know what he probably could Dan talk about? All the hot women that he's fucking banged over the years by being Channing Tatum. Yeah. I mean, look at his ex-wife. Jenna? Fucking yeah. hot. My yeah. God. Speaking of, speak, speaking of Jenna's, did you see Jenna Jameson married a 
somebody lawless, some woman podcaster. So she's gone to play for the uh, infield. Wasn't she married to a UFC fighter at one point? Yeah, she's been married to a couple different dudes. Man, she used to be so hot. And I saw a recent picture of her and it's like, wow. Wow. The wall. Like, the wall. The wall oh, is undefeated, Clay. There, there, there's the spigot, right? Just <laughs> you're like, hot. You're hot. You're Jenna Jameson. You're hot. You're hot. Okay, you're gross. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that's too bad. That yeah, happens to the best of them. You know, I mean, unless you're like, God, what was it? Sophia Loren or Raquel Welch. Even when they were older, they were still hot. Like, I would follow Barbara Eden's career. Like, I Dream a Genie. When, when she was like fucking she's, 60, 70, she's hot. She's still alive, I think. Is she? If she's 92. You might break her hip, but you got a shot, Clay. Barbara Eden's still alive? I didn't I know think, that. I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain. I think she is. Do, do you think she would call me master if I asked? She is alive. Uh-huh. She's like 93 or something. She's 91. Jesus. Yeah. I wonder if she's still hot. She She's the last, of course, actress from My Dream of Genie. You know, if anybody that was in My Dream of Genie is still alive. Well, I mean, here you go. Yeah. 91. I, I would I would tap her just out of principle. Yeah. I mean, obviously with consent. Not that she could stop me. She's 91. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm not well, here, condoning. Here's a question. That's for not you. that's not what I'm saying. Do you, do you think she still has sex? I hope so. Yeah. I think her husband's probably dead, but let's see here. Maybe she fucked him. Nope. Dead. Nope. Nope. She's married. She got married in 1991 to her uh third husband. Oh. John Eichholz. Third time's a charm, I guess. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Yeah. It's weird. We go from rubber bands to I Dream a Genie. Like, you would never, ever guess when you start listening to that episode. You're like, wow, this is easily going to go into rubber bands. And then I see the trajectory straight to Barbara Eden. This totally makes sense. A couple detours about Magic Mike and Charles's homosexual desires for <laughs> such a hot man, which that's okay, dude. Like, it's fine. Right? Well, yeah. If, if okay. Chris, Chris Hemsworth walked in here, pointed at me, and said... Don't just look at it. Suck it. I, I would because it's fucking Chris Hemsworth. How, how, how could you say no? How could you? The, you could. The, the funniest thing about that would be if he was just pranking you to see if you'd do it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and, if I were, and if, you'd start and you'd pull it away like, ooh, gross. I was just kidding, dude. Jesus. Or I'm sure after I you know, do it for a couple seconds, he's going to be like, this guy knows what he's doing, which I'll be like, it's my first time, bro. Like, but I'm a dude. I know what dude's like. All I, like, think of, all I can think of is fucking Tropic Thunder. He goes, I'll work the shaft and I'll tickle the balls. <laughs> Just let me <laughs> loose from the tree. Do you remember that? Yeah. Give uh, me that gravy. <laughs> all right, Mr. Hemsworth. Time for the creamer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is a healthy man. There you go. <laughs> I think that's, that's going to be my new thing. He's there healthy specimen isn't he <laughs> you don't know you don't know if i you don't know if i want to have sex with them or like like tie him up and like pickle their brain in a jar <laughs> igor he's a healthy specimen or chad he's a healthy specimen you know it's should that be the title of the episode he's a healthy specimen he's a healthy specimen yes yeah you don't know where that one's gonna go or uh, magic magical mike magic mike the healthy specimen last week's recording we we talked about uh april and i talked about tipping and where it came from tips and yeah. how it's how it's viewed over the world and stuff 
And then I thought that the perfect title for that episode is just the tip. Yeah, it's just fucking the tip. perfect. Uh-huh. And then there was nothing about the, the tip in it. Right, of course not. So people are gonna be disappointed. They're gonna see the title and be like, Oh, he's just talking out of his ass again. Talking about wieners, double dutch rudders, you know, the, the usual. <laughs> yeah, the greatest hits. <laughs> it's the greatest hits, man. We, healthy, we should, should healthy have specimens called, called the greatest hits and just See, the, the double Dutch rudder episode. Just all the times we talked about it into like a <laughs> four-hour-long episode. I just thought double Dutch rudders. That's it. Historically speaking, the first <laughs> double Dutch rudder, rudder was invented in 1762 <laughs> by Olaf and Sven. <laughs> oh shit! Were, what? No, go ahead. Sorry. Who were uh, you lost my train of thought? Who was were stuck on a deserted island near the Baltic Sea? And one day, Olaf said to Sven, we're not getting any younger here, Sven, but I'm not gay. How about <laughs> no, we do this? Of course. <laughs> and that is how the double Dutch rudder was invented. Incidentally, I, Sven had watched an episode of a milkmaid working to churn in the butter the week before and was very into the idea. <laughs> what, what, if, what if Sven thought, hmm, this guy talks a lot about double Dutch rudders, and he talks a lot about Magic Mike. I think there might be more to this. There might be more to this. Would you feel that that resonates? Like that hits home? That hits hard? Not really. You know, the thing is, though, it's like it's it's not like anything like that's really bothered me because, you know, I've told we've talked on other episodes about my involvement with the swinging scene. So it's yeah. not like it's not like I haven't had healthy specimens in the wild. So <laughs> <laughs> so have, have you have you had a healthy specimen? It sounds, like something, it sounds like a special <laughs> delivery right there. It's like a hot Ralph. <laughs> he, he gave me a healthy specimen. Ooh, it was a healthy specimen. <laughs> uh, he- healthy specimen. In, in your swinging days, have you ever had a healthy specimen inside the same hole that you were in with your wieners rubbing together? No, no. I'm not I'm not built well enough for that. How about one in, one in each hole? Like you were in the front door and somebody else is in the back door. No, nope, never did that either. Do you think you're missing out on part of the swing scene? Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't care anymore, of course. But uh, uh, if I was a young, vigorous, healthy specimen, <laughs> I, I might have participated in something like that. But uh, so, I, was more, I, I was more like the warm-up guy and the comic relief for most of my action. Hey, you already got yours. Let's do some shoffs shoe while we're nailing this hot blonde <laughs> for a while. Okay. I'll stand, right. over here, I'll stand over here and do jokes and watch. All right. You're like the fluffer, the fluff boy. Just just keep it mo- keep it going. That that's your job, just to make sure everybody is content. That, that's right. <laughs> uh, poppers, poppers, coke, anybody? <laughs> and I do mean uh Coca-Cola, not cocaine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well unless it's Hunter Party Hunter Biden's party, and then yeah, it's absolutely cocaine. Well, I mean, we were talking about Pablo Escobar, so it would be on par yeah. for the course if you talked about cocaine. I don't know, but I do want to. Now I want to bang a Colombian woman. So, hmm. I know, I know two of them. Yeah. Well, they're friends. Or yeah, one's an ex-employee, one's an ex-coworker, and they're both the sister of a friend of mine. So, uh, but only two. They're both happily married with children and stuff. So I don't think you have a chance unless you all lived out here on the prairies. Yeah. It's like open season for cheating out here. So if is you it all, really? live, oh, that's all it is. All all the uh, guys are working out on work camp on the rig, uh, so the wives are at home alone. They get lonely. The guys get lonely. The guys spend their money on fucking drugs and hookers, beer, 
the women are just like, I'm so lonely. My boyfriend's not here. So they find somebody else who, who fucks them and it's terrible. Like out here, there's so much disgusting. That's just not right. There, there, there shouldn't be people having children out here because it's just ripping families apart. It's fucked up. It's like fucking terrible out here. Do you think there should even be towns out there? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it would probably be better if there weren't all these camps and there were actual towns. That way your family could live there instead of right. one of them living here and one of them living five hours away. Yeah, but then, that... then those those towns are just shut down, right? Once the oil's gone out of that area, that town right. has become a ghost town. So I guess it's it's probably better the way it is. Well, I mean, look what happened to the American West. How many ghost towns were there at one time there? People would move there. They'd discover a mine of like gold or tin or silver, and they'd mine it until it was gone. And then once it was gone, the town would just dry up, and within a few years, it was just history. Yeah. But of course, they just leave the town there. I'm probably not the best person to, you know, be in charge of building towns. Well, I don't know. Thank God you've got the brain trust in charge up there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's fully, he's, he's on board. He knows what's up, right? Yeah. Oh, he, he totally knows what's up. He, he's got it under control. I mean, he might be up his ass, but he knows what's up. Yeah. I, I love how there was a recent statistic that they had to fact check about somebody said some dumb comment about like, some number about thousands of people uh, with the the maid the the assisted uh, whatever they call it it's maid you know up there in Canada the assisted suicide yeah yeah uh, the assist, assisted self termination and they're like no this is this is an incorrect fact and they're like it's only it's only like two or three percent of the total of deaths or whatever I'm like that's like fucking twelve thousand people a year committing suicide that's quite a few that's I mean, help with with assisted suicide. That's quite a few. Yeah, but I mean, it's their their choice. We went through this before, didn't we? There, there's a bunch of boxes that need to be checked before they're willing to help you out. Yeah. So yeah. it's like terminal disease is one of them, right? Right. And you know, uh, or, or you or you, re- or you request a stair lift, and they say, "If you if you, if you suggested suicide." Yeah. Did you hear about that case? Yeah. No. I, I need. Yeah, it's up in Canada. She was like <laughs> trying to find out about getting a stairlift or whatever, and they sent her some kind of pamphlet about. It. Have you considered suicide? I'm like, man, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Fuck your stairlift. Have you tried yeah. killing? Have you tried offing yourself? Well, I will <laughs> if I try to walk down those stairs without a stairlift. Well, the stairlift does cost a lot more money than a couple of little drugs being shoved into you. Think about all the money they'd save. And you just have a healthy specimen deliver it for them. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> Nothing but healthy. That's gonna, that's gonna be that's gonna be the name of like my like my fucking gigolo service that I Yo. start in Miami. I'm on, it's gonna be it's gonna be called Healthy Specimen. Would you like a healthy specimen special delivery in your location? <laughs> Call one eight hundred Healthy. It's your uh, autobiography title. Uh the healthy um, specimen. The healthy the healthy spe- see healthy specimen is like the female version of us saying. Uh, a future prospect. See, it's a oh. it's a healthy specimen. <laughs> so if you have a if you have a healthy specimen getting together with a future pro- prospect, well, that right there would be pedophilia. Well, yeah, right. the future prospect. Is like a girl <laughs> Let's go with the, the prospect. <laughs> yeah, the future prospects are still off the playing field. Well, so gotta... are prospects when you think about <laughs> it. Prospects barely barely reach the eighteen year age. At that point, they're old ladies. You don't want them anymore. Uh-huh. I like it when they're just hitting the recruit stage. Uh, 
<laughs> fucking terrible. I, I I like it when it, the stuff's. I like. Okay, that's gonna go too far. I, I was gonna say. I, I just I just like it when it's so fresh. It's like you just want to get out the peaches, you mm. know. Just you just want to bust out the the creme de la fresh. fresh. <laughs> I, like it, I like when we found that Prospect Ave or Prospect Road in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking I was thinking awesome. that. It's so weird that we were just talking about that that weekend, and then lo and behold, the next day, Prospect Avenue. We're like, huh, interesting. Did it's we like go to the- Taco Bell on Prospect Avenue? Was that what it was? Pink taco <laughs> stand, Prospect Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> Weber, Weber Grill. Ah. Were, were you there when I took a picture of Weber Grill? Yes. Yeah, I was there that, with you. That was Indianapolis, right? but Yeah, and the grill was hanging outside of the wall of the building. <laughs> yeah, you're like, why the fuck are you taking a picture yeah. of a barbecue? <laughs> I was like, oh, my friend Weber will love it. Yeah. Oh, and then we saw that like 2010 Camaro on those like 30 inch rims parked in front of the restaurant. Oh, it, yeah. It, it was like a 30 inch rim that the car was so high off the ground and he had these. Uh, <laughs> oh, these I remember that. Oh, yeah. Higher rims and the car was like all, all weirdly metallic and like, like a fish. Like it was like mutating like a rainbow, like blue to red to green. You're like, who the fuck drives that? Right? Who? Who gets and, then Dennis, and then Dennis Rodman comes walking out of the building. And then in much respect, and that's okay. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty trippy. Did you watch the movie Air? I know you said Rodman, but I was thinking about uh the movie no, Air. No, I haven't seen that, no. It's fucking awesome. I watched it two weeks ago. It's fucking great. And then I watched Ford versus Ferrari last night. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm not into cars and stuff. Christian so. Bale did a really good job on that. Well, I think everybody did, but I mean, he did a really good job as the, the racer. Yeah, no, it was a great movie, and I'm not into cars, so it held my attention for the, I think it's two and a half hours, which is long it for was, a movie where almost nothing happens, really. Yeah, the the whole ending to it really tore me up, though, thinking about you corporate fucking pieces of yeah. shit. Oh, I think about yeah. corporate shit all the time. Fucking retards yeah. everywhere. Fucking morons. Yeah. Them, right? Them, them fuckers. Yeah, I, I, I was a little sad. I didn't know any, I didn't know anything about the story at all. Neither did know. I. Yeah. I mean, could you, what, yeah, could, could you coast in so that you both come across at the same time? It's like, fuck, fuck you. It doesn't matter to you. The top, the first three yeah. people win. Like, why does it matter? I think it would be better to have you hold first, you hold second, you hold third. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, ah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not a corporate yeah. person. So I'm not, I know. I don't have that mindset. So, sounds like so, sounds like something a, a marketing department full of airheads would come up with, even in the fifties. Oh. Well, at least they they have air in their heads. I know a couple of marketing departments that I think the air is gone as well. I'm not <laughs> Heli- is it helium. No, uh, no, that's too expensive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they would do that, but then they'd bill me for it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I would rather not talk about. No, 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 no. corporate we'll politics. Yeah. Cause yeah. What, I, we, what, what were we talking about before that? We're talking about prospects. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're talking about prospects or future yeah, prospects either. either. Uh, yeah. Okay. Just, just in case people are still listening. Yes. We're just rambling at this point. Prospects are, um, it's a word that, that somebody I used to know would use to describe a girl who is between the ages of 16 and 18. And he, he was 17. So it's okay for him to say it but he would call them prospects. And then these really young girls came into where we were. And he's like, Ooh, look, I go, let me guess prospects. And I turned around and I saw that they were like 12 and 13. He's like, no, that's disgusting. They're future prospects. (laughs) (laughs) I lost my shit. It's hilarious. 
or in, in some states in the south here, prospects. <laughs> wife material. <laughs> wife material. <laughs> Is that your sister wife? Yes. <laughs> that works both in Utah and in Alabama. Is that fucked up? That's I told you but I told you that I have the relatives that are Mormons, right? So like like my my uh like well my my great grandfather he died, but my great grandmother like you know remarried so and moved to Utah because my great my third great grandfather was a bodyguard for Joseph Smith. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. you mentioned yeah. that, but I don't remember so yes. re- relatives. Yeah, so I, I mean, I've got relatives that are Mormons that are, you know, in Utah. Okay, but I don't, I don't, I don't to, know them. What how does this lead to what prospects? Uh, well, yeah, either prospects or incest, one of the two. I'm talking about sister wives. I said, I said oh. sister wives. It's a term that'll work either in Utah or Alabama. Okay, I, I was thinking like sister, sister aunt. You know, like my like a duncle. So, so he's here's my, my dad here's, and my uncle. Yeah. We went to see this comedian here in Kansas city and I went with uh, at my time with my second wife and her brother and the way we were sitting, they were like, she was kind of in the middle. So he's on one side, I was on the other. And the, and the guy looks down at him and goes, is that your wife? And he just gets all in it. He goes, that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it with the accent and everything. Cause they're from Southern Missouri. And, uh, it was just fucking hilarious. That's my sister. I said, no, that's my wife. <laughs> my sister and my wife. Because, you know, right. give him some stuff to work with. Give exactly. him some material. Yeah. Sister wife. That's right. I don't know. I don't know about this. I, I, I wouldn't want to have multiple wives, I don't think. I think that would be too much work. Yeah, I guess so. Unless you had separate houses for them to live in. If you're exactly. all if you're all living in the same house and then they start to sink together, it, it's bad enough for a couple of days. You do you really want two or three of them? I you know I watched that that TV series on Show. I think it was Showtime. It was called Big Love. Did you ever hear that show? Uh, I know what it is, but I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it had Bill Pullman uh, was the main character in it, and so he had three wives and he had three houses, and basically he bought three houses next door to each other, and he put up privacy fences like you know in the front, like like each one. Yeah. And in the and in the back, it was a privacy fence, but there was no privacy fences in between them, so it was like a big fenced-in yard for all three houses, right? Yeah. And so no nobody could see in there or see that they weren't split up, and so he had it set up to make it look like he was there and married to like his his first wife, right? And then yeah. he had then he had another house, and she was, and they were both like single moms whose husbands had left them, right? Because he was hiding the polygamy, so he wasn't like completely obvious but everybody's kids that were all the all the kids were all his it was just different wives and so so his main house and his was just his first house with his with his first wife and you know so and so they were different ages so he had like his like 50 year old or so wife his like mid 30 ish or so wife and then his newest wife which was played by what's her name chloe Schwegney or whatever the one that was in the kids uh, movie yeah, back in yeah. the yeah, you know what I'm talking about she was like the youngest wife. And so like by season three, he was looking for a fourth wife, you know, and they're all as, kinda, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. But there was one episode talking he, where he was uh, having to get Viagra because, you know, he couldn't keep up because, you know, each woman would only see him like once every three days. And so every time they saw him, they'd be wanting some action. So he was getting action fucking seven days in a row as a 50 some year old man nice. and they're all getting it you know like you know once every couple of days or whatever 
So he's trying to keep up with three women. And I'm like, holy shit. And work, and work a 40 or 50 hour work week, you know. Sign me up. Fuck the extra job. Fuck the extra podcasting. That's right. There you go. Did did, did he ever get to have like orgies yeah. with all three wives together, or were they always no? No, it was separate? it was always separate. They were very separate. It was very separate. Like his relationship with each one of them. Like they would do things together as a family, but the you know obviously the intimacy part was all very, you know, even though the you know even though he had multiple wives, it was very proper kind so of you know. Do you think it was based off somebody that the writer knew, or maybe the writer themselves, or the creator of the show? Who knows? I I, I kind of just want to become a cult leader. I think that's probably the uh, speaking of speaking of cults and everything else. I don't know if you heard, but uh, uh, Ted Kaczynski committed suicide apparently in prison. No, I saw that he died. I didn't see how it happened. Yeah, they're saying it was suicide. Hmm. He's like eighty-one years old. Well, if he was in Canada, he could have just asked, and they would have done it for him. Well, you know, all you do around here, if you say this, go. I have some dirt on Hillary. <laughs> he got Arkansas. Yeah, I saw that. That's uh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. <laughs> you ever read his? You ever read his manifesto? I haven't. Have you? It's interesting. Do you, Do you think it's actually his, or someone else fabricated it and put his name on it after I he was arrested? I don't know. I, I haven't read all of it. I've just read parts of it, it's just because I I was like, I want to see what this wacko was talking about. You know. Yeah, but so, when you say I want to see what this wacko is talking about, chances are pretty good that you're not going to believe what the wacko is saying because you think he's a wacko. Well, I don't think he was a healthy specimen. Ah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> see, see, yeah, he's an it's intellectual. It's all about the specimen. healthy specimen. It's all only about the healthy specimens. That's right. You know, maybe if maybe if Ted had like like when the FBI was closing in, if he jumped up and like on a pole and was like doing a strip <laughs> dance before they came to get him, they were like, "Hold on, guys." We can't arrest this guy. He's a healthy <laughs> specimen. <laughs> yeah, you're going to create. A, I want to get a T-shirt now that just says "healthy specimen" on the front of it. You're going to create a, a new phrase that's going to get people off in prison and off in court. It's called the, the healthy specimen clause. That, that's that's what that's what's going to get me off when the woman's like, "I'm pregnant, Charlie." And we're like, "It's impossible. I had a vasectomy. You ain't going to get no healthy specimens." <laughs> do, do you have a vasectomy? No, I don't. Oh. So I would lie and say that I did. <laughs> you're you're strictly an anal guy then. No. Oh. Oh. That, I think I'm the... fire. I actually, I actually think that uh, I'm firing blanks, but well, I don't I don't know for sure. I've never been tested. All, all I know is that I, I hot tub like five days a week. So I'm I'm pretty sure that. Well, you're killed... boiling them puppies like crazy. I, yeah, I mean that that's how I had my second kid. Like it wasn't happening. We tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. And I was like, what the fuck? The first time we, we literally tried once. Like, oh, let's have a kid. You know, went and checked the doctor like a week later. Guess what? You're pregnant. Like, wow, that's <laughs> awesome. And right. then the second one, like six months later, like this is fucked up. So I just Googled like, well, my life is normal. Nothing's different. Ooh, I have a hot tub. So I Google, can hot tub kill sperm? And it's a, a resounding, yes, you fucking idiot. You're boiling them to death. Obviously, yeah. it kills sperm. So, yeah, I didn't hot tub for like your, three weeks. Your sperm are like, we're created. We're holy fuck is hot. <laughs> but yeah, three <laughs> weeks. Three weeks later of not using a hot tub. Boom, had a kid. So yeah, now now I make sure I hot tub five days a week just so I stay in that safe zone of no more yeah. babies. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Because most most girls aren't really happy with the the back door as being a hundred percent of the sexual activity. 
for no. whatever whatever reason they have. I don't I don't know. Well, well, Dylan Mulvaney might be, but he likes girls now. He he said apparently. Oh, so he's a lesbian. He's, yes, he is a, a, a formerly gay man who identifies as a woman that likes women. Okay. So, he, so he's he's a normal I, man. That's really a complicated way to explain you like girls, but if it works for you, <laughs> healthy specimen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, imagine getting healthy specimen and you have Channing Tatum on the front and then on the back you have another half healthy specimen and it's Dylan Mulvaney holding on the bats blue. <laughs> that's your t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're promoting both sides of the coin. That's right. No judgment other than the judgment of them being healthy specimens. I think I want to get a t-shirt on the front that says, ladies, I'm a healthy specimen, but on the back, but my swimmers swim in circles because they're retarded. Oh, you can't use that word, unfortunately. I know. It's so sad. I know. My kids get mad when I use it. I know. It sucks. I was like, you can't use that word. I go, no, I can. You don't have to like it. You see how this works? That's true. You don't have to like what I say, but I can say whatever I want because of the country I live in. You know, the, the word works so much better than saying, but my swimmers swim in a circle because they have lots of motility issues and don't have half a brain. It takes <laughs> up a lot more room on a T-shirt, <laughs> and people have to figure it out. Uh, speaking of a joke that shouldn't be said, uh, I watched a TikTok the other day, and there was a kid with Down syndrome in a red hoodie, and he's looking down at this piece of paper, and he grabs it, and then he just looks up and smiles and somebody super superimposed words dubbed vocals over it. And it says, when you get your test back and you got 22 out of 23. <laughs> fucking oh, shit. Genius. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I wish I could come up with something that's that bad. clever. It's clever, though, right? That is that is clever. That's oh, very good. That's yeah. very That's very, well, very good at very being very bad. Yeah, it's yeah. no it's, it's no worse than real. So, you know, <laughs> the real was so great. That was, uh, oh, that was, when, yeah. When it got yeah. sent to me, I was like, I need to share this with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Once again, the word you aren't allowed to say, but you know, there's MILF, there's DILF, there's GILF, and then there's RILF. I'm not going to show you any pictures. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you figure out what, what they all mean. Uh, what, what if you get a, oh, I can't think of a word for a little person. <laughs> besides little person well you can't use the other word because you how about, can't how about a how about a how about a dwelf yeah there you go dwelf <laughs> that's terrible oh speaking of milf did you see that they're they're gonna working on a american pie five do you like american pie yes uh, i'm re-watching no, really they're doing american pie yeah five wow did, did you watch reunion i think i did oh reunion which one tough. which one was the one let's see now there's american wedding yeah uh and then reunion. They all go back to their high school reunion and Stifler hates his job. And Jim's the kid he used to babysit as a teenager now. And she's trying to fuck him the whole whole movie. I don't if know you, if I saw that one or it not. Is, it's really good, man. It's really, really good. Speaking of speaking of, of Jim, boy, his career really went to crap, didn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know. There's he's in a lot of movies on, on Prime and Netflix. If you check, he's he's had a lot of movies come out. Oh yeah, I've never seen him anything, but mainly I don't watch a lot of those streaming, you know, or whatever stuff. So yeah, um, I'm in the middle of Amateur Night right now. He was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and he was awesome. Mm. Uh, he was in a TV show called I think Mad Love. He played a lawyer. Do you know you know Tyler Labine, the actor? No. Did you watch uh, Zach and Mary make a porno? 
Yes. He's the he's the drunk guy that comes in. He's like, huck it, chuck it, football. Like he walks oh. in and doesn't realize they're filming a porn. He just wants yeah. a coffee. So that that actor, he and Jason Biggs were lawyers. Uh and okay. yeah, it was fucking great. They they meet this beautiful woman and she's got a friend. And yeah, the it's it only lasted a season, but it was so fucking good. Hmm. I was so disappointed when it didn't exist anymore. Well, that sucks. Yeah, you should check him out. He, he there's a lot of good movies he's actually been in. I, I have watched a new series. I've only watched the first season of it so far that I like. It's got uh Alan Tudyk in it. Is that his name? Alan yeah. Tudyk? Yeah. Uh that resident alien show where he's an alien that yeah, like, I haven't seen that crashed yet. on Earth. It's, it's good. pretty good. Yeah, it's okay. good. It's it's funny. All I can tell you is this is and I mean, I'll just tell you the beginning of the first episode. Basically, he's an alien that crashes to earth and then basically he assumes somebody's identity. And then Uh-oh. he has, and then he has to keep it up. Mm. So, well, we all know that you can't assume someone's gender. So as long as it's their identity, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But different assume, I guess. Was that a hominid? Well, assume, yeah. assume. I like the most not violent way to take somebody's identity, but it <laughs> wasn't. Let's just say there that the, he doesn't have any competition for the identity. <laughs> <laughs> So it's his now. Yeah, it's his now. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so is anyway, he a shapeshifter? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, he All can. Right. He, yeah, but here's the funny thing: is that like one out of a hundred kids can see him? Can like s- because of like I don't know some kind of thing about like the children's age or whatever as far as like vision. So this one kid in the entire so he's in this little town. I think it's in Canada even and. uh this basically this one kid can see him as like freaking out and everybody's like, what's, you know, they think, t- they think Timmy's gone insane. He's like, he's an alien. And everybody else is like just seeing this white dude. And he's just going, eh, you know, <laughs> so well, I'll have to it's, check it's, 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 out. A good, it's a good show. So between that and my rubber band, Wikipedia, I'll try and fit it in. Dude, how are you keeping the ladies from knocking down your door to, right? to get after you? Right. A rubber band skills. Yeah. Rubber band skills. Uh, it's because I'm a, I'm a healthy specimen, and I'll leave it at that. That's right. Well, hope everybody enjoyed a healthy specimen. <laughs> Go get yourself a healthy specimen. All right. So other than healthy specimens, triple Dutch rudders or solo double Dutch rudder? Okay, uh, let's recap. What what did we learn this week on this episode of the Answers for Everything podcast? Well, let's see. We, we learned a little bit about Pablo Escobar, rubber bands, healthy specimens, Charlie Ray's fascination with Magic Mike. Women's, is it their beauty is turned off by a spigot or or what did you say? Uh, hitting the wall, uh, polygamy, Mormons. Um, heck, we forgot to get into space aliens. No, uh, space aliens were at the end, right? Hey, I will say that look at both of us have, have got our beards trimmed up, looking sharp. It curls and then it gets into my nostril and keeps tickling me. So I have to fucking trim it down. Yeah. Yeah, my hair's such a mess. I haven't had a yeah. hair appointment in like longest time. I have one set for August. I still got a two months to go. I'm gonna get it oh, yeah. cut and then colored before I head off to Europe. And I don't oh, know. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, hairstylist about that. always uh asked me what I want done and I was like, do whatever you want. So she usually says stuff like, Oh, let's throw some purple or let's put some blue in there. How about some black and some gold? You know? Eh. I'll just I never know what it is, but it's always fucking awesome, and she's great at her job. 
next time just tell her to like dike it up a little bit or something. I don't know. Right. Turn me into a healthy specimen. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, right. you're going to need to go to the gym, buddy. Yeah. Like, uh, fuck that. Yes. Yes. You're going to have to go to the gym, the gym, not go see gym, go to the gym. <laughs> Speaking of which I went to the gym today yeah. and that was, that was an exercise and frustration. So I decided to go to my regular gym. I'm going to do my workout, do my sauna, do my hot tub, do my normal routine. And they decided that, they're going to remodel uh, the men's locker room. So the entire, as they call it, wet area, that sounds disgusting. The entire wet area of the male locker room is closed down at this time. So the hot tub, the steam room, the sauna, the showers, none of that's accessible because they're ripping, ripping it out to redo it. Do you think they're redoing it so that the, the men and the women share the wet area? They share the showers? <laughs> That way they, no. they, don't, they don't put up a line, right? It's like, oh, we're all the same at this gym. You know, you have a wiener, you have a taco, but in the same room, you're all the same. Well, since it's called Genesis Healthcare and it's kind of religiously based, I'm mm. going to guess no. Well, what, I mean, Genesis, that that's that that's like the Garden of Eden. That's exactly. when it was. That's when they did like hang out together because they didn't they know what to... things were. Exactly. Think things were hanging out, and and Eve said, "What are those things hanging there, uh, Adam?" And Adam says, "I, I don't know. Well, let me show you." <laughs> I don't remember that, that story <laughs> in the Bible. <laughs> That's the book of Charlie Ray. <laughs> oh my God! I need to write a. I need to write my own book of the Bible. Charlie oh, I don't Ray. know, man. Have you have you read the Bible? <laughs> Parts of it. Yes, it's so difficult. I'll I'll have to write it in ancient Sumerian or something. Oh, yeah. Know? It's just, it's weird to be reading something. It's like, you know, Jim, the, the son of John, who was the cousin of Larry, who was the daughter of so-and-so, who was the son of so-and-so, who's the son. You're like, really? I don't, why? Why? And what, are, what are the odds? Like the first, the, the books of the new Testament, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, how the fuck did Jesus find those four named people in the middle of the middle East? How many Marks and Lukes do you think were running around the Middle East back then? John? Uh, well, at least one since they, <laughs> they were talking to Jesus. Well, but it doesn't, you don't question it. You don't think like, huh, maybe this is all made up by some white dude who knew a John and a Luke and a Mark and a Matthew. Let's make this relatable to white hey, people. You think the guy's there at his desk and he's like, I need a name for this chapter. Uh, Bob. Yeah. Bob. It's the book of Bob. Thank no, God Bob wasn't available. It does sound kind of ridiculous though to think that Jesus was hanging out with a bunch of, you know, white dudes from Texas, right? Yeah. But then there was Judas, you know. I mean, there's yeah. a name you know. Yeah, that makes total sense. The mm. uh the entire, you know, cast of uh of Luke, Matthew, Jonathan, you know. <laughs> That makes almost yeah. as much sense as your great grandfather being a bodyguard for somebody who found two seeing plates in the dirt to create his own religion. That's that's it's all yeah. so fucked up, isn't it? It is, you know. But it, it, it's funny how well we're not going to get into religion on this show, so we'll just. Leave are you that are you sure? I mean, I mean, it's a perfect perfect trajectory well, from. We, we, we could go into it, but you know, it's it's kind of funny how. It's interesting in, in, for example, the Muslim religion that a Muslim woman can't marry a Christian man, but a uh, at least well, at least shouldn't. 
I believe. Don't if I'm wrong, uh, nobody please stone me um or let us know so we can correct it in another episode i'm not a healthy enough specimen to be stoned that, that's um, correct you'll, you'll die with not the not, not by the biblical sense of it <laughs> but muslims do consider uh like jewish people and christian people to be also um basically children of the book because the three bibles you know the bible the torah and the and the quran have a lot of things and there's a lot of commonalities and and muslims do they do recognize Jesus as a prophet. They just don't recognize him as the son of God. He's still considered a prophet. It's just that Allah is considered the final prophet, the last prophet, because they don't consider him to be the son of God, right? He's a prophet. It's interesting. I'll have to take your word for it. Yeah. I don't know if you ever study this stuff. No, um, not at all. I, I have a friend yeah. who's a priest. I'm sure you guys could sit there and chat for many, um, many hours. Uh, I've never talked about healthy specimens and prospects. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. But, <laughs> but so would he. I mean, probably. So. Oh, no, no. Yeah, we, we definitely talk about those things. We talk about all the things we're not supposed to talk about as a priest. Yeah, what was that? What was that? There was some movie. I can't remember. What was it called? Not Heavenly something. Something about it was like kids like in a in a in a in a religious school, or whatever. And there's this one guy that was in the group that they'd always catch him masturbating somewhere in the school. Like he'd be masturbating all the time. It was a heaven help us. I think was the movie or something like that. You ever I've see that? No. I haven't. Oh my God. So basically it's got a bunch of like some of the famous actors, uh, you know, later on in the eighties. And it was like, like a, you know, a, a coming of age type movie that was set like in a, I don't know if it's a, I don't think it was a seminary. They don't think they were studying to become priests, but they were in like a, a religious school, right? Like okay. they were going to school that was religious based. And this one kid was just a chronic masturbator. He'd get caught all the times by the nuns or whatever. I mean, spanking it in the closet, in the in the bathroom. I mean, the dude just couldn't quit touching himself. But I forgot what his name was, but it was friggin' hilarious. You know? His name I mean, was Mr. Clay. <laughs> his name was <laughs> Mr. Mr. Clay spanks it. Uh, I just don't get caught. Remember, I locked the door. We already talked about yeah, this. Yeah, it, exactly. it seriously just came full circle. Yeah, that's right. We that did. Does, I somehow, I somehow wrapped that up in a bow and delivered a healthy specimen. That's how I feel sometimes when I take a dump. I look down. I was like, "Now that is a healthy specimen." <laughs> I've, I have indeed felt that way. Sometimes I felt like that's definitely an unhealthy specimen. <laughs> it's so weird. I got a friend who always sends me pictures of his his shit. It'll be like eight in the morning. I get a text. I look at my phone. It's like just a pile of shit or a big log in a toilet bowl. And I don't know what this fucking guy eats, but each one is like the size of my wrist to my elbow. Oh, oh, Jesus. In the bowl. And then when I send him a picture, he's like, bro, you need to eat more meat. I was like, okay, I guess so. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've had something like literally like snaked up all the way out of the toilet, <laughs> like almost up to the top. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, break oh, it off somewhere in the middle. There you go. We just came full circle with religion back to Jesus Christ. This is amazing. This is such a good yeah. episode. This is a totally just talk it off the cuff episode. Yeah, which uh, it's it's an awesome time to to wrap it up because yes. at this point it's probably at like ninety minutes, and I don't think many people are going to be. No, <laughs> and it's 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 eleven thirty. I will wrap it up with saying this: if you ever have an evening of of food, do not eat shrimp fried rice, chocolate delight ice cream later and follow it with uh sweet tea because the combination is not going to work out in your favor and i I don't have any words of wisdom except for if you are closeted homosexual and uh the only way you can really feel is to watch a 
Magic Mike movie, don't feel ashamed, man. Just just do it. Just I'm, per I'm just pretty watch sure, it. yeah. I I think they should. I'm I'm sure Trudeau probably has weekly screenings. Oh, uh, I would I would doubt it. I'm pretty sure he's a producer on the three movies. <laughs> he's an understudy. <laughs> Emphasis on the under. Uh, no, he went in thinking he'd be a fluffer, and they're like, "Sorry, sir, this isn't a an adult film. This is just a regular movie studio film." He's like, "I'll still be the fluffer. I'll still do it. I can do it. I'm good yeah. at this." <laughs> And they're like, you're not really good at anything, but we'll take your word for it. We'll let you do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Oh, by the way, do you have five hundred million? Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, well, it's been a good episode. We've we have indeed we have indeed crossed the Rubicon of comedy with the subjects tonight, both true. sacrilegious, every gender. Well, that's not physically possible, probably <laughs> at this point in time. No, no, I don't have enough fingers to add the amount of genders up. But I will say peace out to all the know-it-alls. I'll say peace out to all the prospects. Peace out to all the future prospects. And uh, peace out to the healthy specimens. Peace out. I was I was going to say it, but you, you took the words right out of my mouth. Peace out Thankfully to all the healthy that, specimens. That's right. And that's all that I'm taking out. No, no. Leave, <laughs> leave the other thing in there. Daddy likes <laughs> Well, you can talk around it, so it must not be <laughs> that much of a problem. No, I just got a, I just got a big mouth. That's it's, like all. A swizzle, it's like a swizzle stick. Oh, when's when's the last time you heard that word? I a haven't heard that stick? word in like fucking twenty years. I haven't. It's probably been at least ten or fifteen since I've heard the word swizzle stick. Now I've said it three times in the last thirty seconds to to make up for the fifteen years. Does, and for those of you, you want to tell what everybody what a swizzle stick is? Yeah, it's the little like nowadays you find the the little black stir stick for your coffees to mix the cream into the the coffee. Yeah, and McDonald's. You used to have little tiny spoons with the McDonald's logo on top. Do you remember those? I do remember those. Yeah, but the, do you know why McDonald's got rid of them? You're going to like this one. No, why? McDonald's got rid of them because people are taking them and they were found in bathrooms because people were using it to snort cocaine. There'd be one little scoop in the little <laughs> tiny thing. So that's why McDonald's got rid of their swizzle stick spoons. It became, oh. once again, man, full circle. Pablo Escobar cocaine, McDonald's swizzle stick cocaine. Well, that probably, you know what, it's probably a combination of both of those things that did in the whole, uh, the whole Hamburglar gang. Because fuck, those guys are like appearing on milk cartons. Like, has anybody seen? Has anybody seen the Hamburglar? But Grimace is getting a birthday. That's true. Grimace's birthday, June twelfth. Everybody, go to McDonald's and go get the Grimace birthday meal. Here's the funniest part about that: all the young kids are gonna be going, "Mommy, mommy." <laughs> Who the fuck is Grimace? Yeah, right? Because <laughs> you haven't seen him. It's fucked up. And then mom looks at her and goes, Robble, Robble. <laughs> That's where the Robble, Robble. The hamburger, yes. Robble, Robble. Ah, uh, oh, fuck. We're old. I know. <laughs> people have like no idea if they're like, I don't know, under 30, who any of these people are. We got, you know, Mayor McCheese. Don't forget Mayor McCheese. <laughs> and, uh, Let's see who else we had. You had Ron. Well, I mean, come on now. McDonald's, fry, guys. McDonald's even like took Ronald out back and like dumped him in the ditch, man. I mean, oh, you know, they do you remember the Ronalds that would be in like the the benches at Walmart that had a McDonald's and they had like a huge Ronald with his arm out and you could sit yeah. in the bench. Yeah. You, you the, remember that, right? I, I take pictures with one every time I go up north to Iowa. Remember okay. when we stopped there? I I don't know if they had it on the ones in the States, but in Canada his crotch area was sort of like just flat, like like you could put your drink on it, but there would be a hole in it. 
Like, and it was a hot dog sized hole. So one time I brought a fucking hot dog and I put it in there. And from the right angle, from the side, it looked like he had a fucking erection. Like his dick was just hanging there. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I don't know why I felt the need to tell that story. Yeah. That's I've, I've been this mature my entire life and you just got to deal with it. You were definitely drawing penises on your notebooks, weren't you? <laughs> Move along. Nothing to see here. <laughs> hey, Clay, want to come across the street and play? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. let you all go. Uh, I think people are tired of listening yes. to Yes. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. We'll be back in another episode. Peace out. All oh. right, well, you got hold on. What was it that that guy across the street always said? <laughs> Want to play Miss Marina? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just laughing thinking about you fucking turn around all of a sudden it's like <laughs> you want to come over and play naked nintendo <laughs> i'm just laughing thinking about you guys fucking selling what was it hamburgers and hot dogs and fucking making burgers and wiener dogs <laughs> yeah dude it's, it's such a strange life that that needs to be life. that needs to be in a movie that somehow needs to be written into a movie. I mean, come on, you could totally see this in some fucking fucked up movie. Yeah, I mean, not not anymore. There's so many rules. No, making no, they'd be now. all. Yeah, right. You'd have to independently make it, and then nobody would be willing to produce it. Well, he'd have to be probably in, indigenous and gay, and uh, besides special, and <laughs> you'd have to be like queer oriented healthy specimen <laughs> and we have to get some kind of indian maybe trudeau and blackface i don't know you know i mean and and then we then we might be able to make it it's it's fucked up because like the, the line that the, the kid said was want to play with my wiener and then there was a, a kid that moved to our town and we told him the story of who this guy was and stuff and he would get the quote wrong so he would try his best to to do that voice and uh, he would he wouldn't say want to play with my wiener. He would say you want to flick my wiener, and that just made it even funnier to me. That can you imagine? Just he wanted me to turn around and flick his wiener. That can't feel good. Yeah, you froze up on me, man. Oh. That was weird. That was okay. weird. I didn't hear. I didn't hear any of that. All you froze up, and all I hear was he'd say. You okay. said that was even funnier okay. than it went like. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we we taught him the phrase like "You want yeah. to play with my wiener?" <laughs> and he turned it into "Do you want to flick my wiener?" And it it was fucking hilarious because now I was imagining myself in that room, <laughs> and, and the handicap, <laughs> the handicapable guy says, "You want to flick my wiener?" It's like that can't feel good, bro. But I'll do it and just flick it with your fingernail. And like it's not gonna feel good. You know, it's not gonna feel good. But it was just funnier. You want to flick my wiener? <laughs> I don't know. All I get thinking of, I thought about this a couple of days ago. I'll let you go after that. But uh, I thought about the whole concept that for you to be a masculine man, you got to have balls, right? Like, you know, they say if you're a masculine man, man, he's got balls, yeah. right? Yeah. Yet the balls are like the weakest thing on the body. 
He's got balls. <laughs> Flick. Ah! So do, do you think it's because the balls produce your, your manly juices? That's why? That's pro- it probably is. No, not just because you have the balls, but because of what their, their purpose is. I, I don't know. Do you think at some point in time, Having a huge ball sack even was even more important than the penis. Like, oh my god, look at the balls on that specimen. Oh, They're fucking yeah. huge. I, th- I think that's the thing, honestly. In history, I think yeah, that's why like the the statues that have been made back from like the Roman times, they have a really small wiener but huge balls. I think the huge balls was a sign of like manliness. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be historically in our future. I think already in our past, they've already yeah. decided that huge balls were manly and a small limp wiener was manly. Well, that explains why we have our politicians. Once again, full circle. Full circle. That's right. All right. You know what else? We'll have to come back to this subject and talk about more about the history of, of balls. And, the, and you know, we should have an episode on the on the history of sayings, you know, like like touch let's we'll touch base or you know uh you know he's got balls or you know something like that yeah we need to do an episode about some just a few historical sayings and then kind of like the history of them and i still got to read what was the name of that guy you told me to read about that that martin frobisher martin frobisher yes martin frobisher i gotta write that down i want to look him up just google first canadian thanksgiving that's easier to remember than martin okay yeah i was gonna say how am i gonna remember that name Oh, dude, yeah. Then just click the links and go down the rabbit hole of how Captain Jack this guy was. Like, legit fucking Captain Jack. We need to write that movie and see if Johnny Depp will star in it. No, he's going to he's gonna star in the other movie with the I want to play with my... Sorry, want to flick my wiener. <laughs> Somehow, back in the day, I think uh, Adam Sandler could have done that really well. Like It would have been like a water boy. Like, Mwah. <laughs> That's some high-quality wiener. (laughs) Mama say, don't play with your wiener at the stadium. But, Mama, I'm selling the wiener. She said, don't be selling the wiener. She said, just sell the burger patties. Mm -hmm. And I said, but, Mama, I like selling the wiener. Everybody (laughs) wants my wiener. (laughs) Oh, my God. That would have been hilarious. So, all right. All right. We really are going to end this episode. So, peace out to Mr. Clay. Charlie Ray is out. Peace.